personal email is where all of the important movement happens in your business. And yet email and email marketing is something that most people either avoid, don't do very well, or are wondering, why do I have to do it? That's what we're gonna be chatting today. We're gonna to be sitting down with Amplify Your Marketing Message and talking about how to improve your email effectiveness. And I have an amazing guest with us today. I wanna to introduce you to someone who I admire greatly their work. This is Toby Miles from Toby Miles Copywriting. She is someone who always catches me with the way that she communicates. Welcome to our Thank show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am so excited because I said I admire you greatly and I want to start the conversation with why is email not optional? <laughs> oh boy, where do I even begin with that? For starters, social media is great, but a lot of people are on social media to be entertained and they are not necessarily booking calls. They're not necessarily uh, buying buying your thing, buying whatever it is that you were doing in your business. And there are issues with the algorithm, which is constantly changing. And really the only part of your marketing that you can control is your specific audience, the people that sign up for your list. And so those are the people that you want to speak to. Those are the people that have already bought into your brand journey and they want to hear from you. They have they have offered you their personal contact information in the form of their email address. And that's huge. And so, and so you really need to treat them like royalty. Don't ignore them. Don't rely on your post phone um, showing up in a social media feed on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or wherever, Twitter, mm -hmm. wherever, right? Like that's so hit or miss. And, and I like to say that, Emailing your list is like having a private conversation with a friend, you know, somebody that already knows something about what you're about. Social media is like screaming your message to a room of people who may or may not be interested in what you're doing. You know, I love this because this is the biggest difference. And I say to people all the time, it's one of my biggest regrets when I look back on the growth of my business is that I wasn't as intentional about growing an email list and recognize that that's huge value because they have already put up their hand and said, I'm interested in what you have to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there is a bigger level of influence in terms of this conversation, because it's not just as simple as if everyone just needed to grow their business by posting on social media, we would all be millionaires. And we're not. Absolutely. And we're not. But when someone says, I like what you have to say, tell me more, mm -hmm. even if that's not, I'm not ready to make a decision today. It is an enormous privilege to be in somebody's inbox and building a strategy around email shouldn't be left unattended. No, not at all. Not people miss a huge opportunity if they don't have a list or if they have a list and they're not speaking to them. Well, and I think part of the conversation comes down to this idea of, well, what do I do with an email list? So mm -hmm. give us some thoughts around how do you start to build something that is a usable tool for the business owner? Yeah, yeah. Well, for starters, you have to have a really unforgettable onboarding experience. So when someone does sign up for your list, make sure that you to your work, to whatever it is that you're doing in your business in a way that makes them feel like family, like a VIP, uh, like royalty sometimes I say. And so 
that can be three to five emails to start with, just a little bit talking about who you are as a business owner, uh, what they can expect from you going forward. Promise that you won't spam them. You won't just send them useless emails to clog up their inbox. inbox. Nobody likes that. But but set the expectations. Like you were here for a reason. If you offer some sort of freebie, some free gift, a free course, a quiz, whatever, you deliver that right away. And then subsequently you follow up with anywhere from a total of three to five emails where you just set the expectations. You say, hey, this is this is me. This is how I got my start. If this is a time when I struggled. You could talk about something like that because those sorts of things really resonate with people and people can relate to, especially other business owners. Mm-hmm. And, and then just set the expectation for going forward. Say, hey, I'll be in your inbox every week and I'll be offering you actionable tips uh, depending, on, depending on your business, right? It has to be on brand. Uh, and you'll hear from me really only when I have something that I think is of value to you. And um, if you have a, a like a VIP sort of offer, you can let them know, hey, you'll get access to this before the general public. And so that is really the way to kind of like build that trust with your mm-hmm. audience and start to build those connections. And I, like I tell my clients all the time, don't be afraid to just kind of really be who you are, right? Like people really, I feel like nowadays the online space is so busy. Like we want to know who are the people behind the brands. And so don't be afraid to share some stories that show your vulnerabilities. This is an important one. And I know it's interesting because as a business owner, it's been one thing I have had to be intentional about, and it is twofold. Number one, always have the, I'm going to say the overarching intent. Is this valuable to the person I'm putting it out to? Mm -hmm. And second to that, what is the lesson and invitation that we can connect to around as human to human? And I will tell you, and I'm going to be completely candid, everyone here who is a member of my newsletter knows this, is I don't have a great onboarding process. And I know I've been watching you and watching (laughs) um, other people I really respect saying this is an important part. So what I'm hearing from you is a really good tip I need to go action for sure, which is build a plan around value and bring somebody onto the journey of who you are, what they're going to get those expectations, and then deliver a conversation like you're sitting down one-to-one because that's what they've given you. And just because, you know, they don't open it at your timeline doesn't mean that they're not observing or when they're ready, staying with you, right? Absolutely. Right. Right. It's, it's, and I know people like to look at the backend data. Oh, some people don't, they just launch it and they don't look at it, but the backend data is really just, an information point and people are opening or they clicking through, it really just drives your decisions about what you will do next. And so don't be afraid to look at it and don't be afraid of unsubscribes. You want people to unsubscribe because they're not your people. I think that's an interesting one. And, you know, certainly because I am a Canadian and I work within the world of you must be compliant mm-hmm. of adding people into emails. And I know I, it, nothing drives me crazy Err than being added to somebody's list without my permission. And it is the first way to say unsubscribe, but I'm still a good human and I don't say this is spam. Please don't do that. That's not good karma. However, it is important that you said, let me remind you what you've signed up for. Right. And if it's not the right space, you can unsubscribe at any point 
but you do want to know they're in the room. And I would like your perspective as someone who, who really works greatly with clients around building emails that are opened, are engaged. Talk to us about owning a clean database. Should you be removing people that don't stay active? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so remove is probably not the right word. I would use maybe more like archive. I mean, you don't want to be paying for for subscribers that are not active and not opening. For one thing, it helps. It it, it um, goes against your uh, sender reputation, for lack of a better term, right? So when people aren't opening and they're unsubscribing. Um, the, you know, the bigger picture universe says, well, this is not, you're not really sending something of value to your people. And so that in turn is going to cause fewer of your emails to reach inboxes. Right. And so you want to, um, move those people aside if they're not opening mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe you address them later somewhere down the road in a totally different way as a separate segment, like you know, at one time you were interested and maybe things have changed. Uh, you're no longer interested and that's totally fine. Just, you know, hit reply to this email and just let me know and I'm, I'll happily take you off the list. And so I think at least twice a year, especially you have a, a bigger list, just go through it and clean it up. And, and, you, and like I said, you can archive, you can put those people in a do not mail list uh, and then decide what to do with them later. But I say this all the time, like a big list is not, it means nothing if the people aren't engaged, right? And I've had people say, well, I'm afraid to email too often because of the unsubscribes. It, then what are they doing on your list if you're not speaking to them? I think that that's a great point. And I, I think that this conversation of what is the perfect time, I'm like, the perfect time is what do you know about your audience? What do they mm -hmm. need? Mm -hmm. And everybody's business is differently. There is different philosophies out there between, you know, the expectation of, just as every social media post isn't received, just that every email that you send out won't be opened. You need to constantly fine tune your craft in terms of what will add value, what will spark curiosity. And I wanna talk a little bit about as you're nurturing the outcomes and you're working people through the journey, what are some best practices on how to be more effective at writing and crafting an email that gets you the outcome you're seeking, which is movement. Right. Oh my gosh. There's so many things I could say, I, but I like to keep it simple so that people can, can sort of remember like the simple rules. So my favorite one is the rule of one. You want to speak to one audience. You want to speak about one big idea and you want to have one major call to action. And if you do nothing else and you can follow those three things, I think that already is going to put you so much ahead of everybody else. And so you can have multiple points inside a single email that lead to another link, but just one link, right? Don't ask them to do this thing and do that thing and also do the other thing. Like each email is just one thing, right? Because a confused audience will take no action. Mm -hmm. And so that is super important. And, and then ask yourself, why am I sending this email right now? Why is this email important right now? Don't just send it just to send it. Like, what is it that you have to communicate? Is it an offer? Is it something that happened to you yesterday while you're waiting to pick up your kids at school? Is it, you know, a flash sale, whatever it is, like, why is this email important right now? And then the last thing is always be thinking from the perspective of your audience, because they're sitting there thinking, what's in it for me? And that's really what it comes down to. 
I love this because this is, it's easy, I'm going to say, to throw spaghetti at the wall. Mm-hmm. And I know we all have been there. I've mm-hmm. been there. Okay. I know when I first started to come across you, who we met through, through someone in our mutual network, and it was the power of one was such an important thing because it was like, I was definitely not in the camp of power one and I love simplicity. And so every time that I'm in it now, the conversation is what is the intent of this? Don't mm-hmm. do it simply to do it, do it with intent. And remember, this is the most amazing gift you've been offered, which mm-hmm. is a direct conversation when someone says, I'm interested in what you have to say. So if it means that you can't write multiple emails a day or a week, then think about what can you do and stay committed to it. And beyond that, also recognize where does this sit in the priority? It's the highest touch you can offer other than an offer through a conversation. And so respect that. What's in it for them? Was this valuable? And be sure you get to the point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that they keep reading. Yes. And what do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? You have to tell them what you want them to do. You have to be direct. Book a call with me. Uh, whatever it is, whatever is the thing, you know, if you have a website, go check out this blog on my website. You know, it doesn't always have to be hard sales. Sometimes it's not salesy at all. It's it's literally just you showing them the way to some piece of content that you think can help them. And, And that's part of, to the building of the relationships, right? Like you're not always asking for them to give you something. You're not always asking for money. You're not always asking for a sale. You know, it's a, it's a relationship like you would have with any other human being, right? Like you're not always <laughs> asking for something. <laughs> yes. Please bring the human back. Please remember, yeah. that, you know, you don't go from zero to marriage date. Oh first. gosh. Right. Right. You're not going to be on that first date and just like lean in for the kiss, right? It's like with no signals whatsoever that that person wants to be kissed, right? You have to like, just, it's, it's almost common sense in a way. Like, what would you do with a human being that was sitting right across from you at a coffee shop? You know, you, you take your time getting to know them. You say, hey, let's do this again. And then you meet up again for coffee in another few weeks. I mean, it's really like not that much different than in-person relationships. Well, and I think that that takes the pressure off this. You know, if you simply say email is such a beautiful gift, lean in and accept it, but recognize that it is about the relationship. And that takes all the ickiness around of, mm-hmm. I was told to do it this way. There's not one way to do it, but if we keep the simple principles you've said, power of one, commit to a consistency, know what people can expect and walk them on a journey, one person to one person, you will see far more effective results in your email strategy moving forward. And so I want to ask you, because I ask every guest that comes onto this platform, because I think it's so important to talk about what is working now, but in your business, as a business owner, amplify what's working for you. What's happening right now that's creating success and movement in your business? Yeah, uh, a couple things. I mean, I'm like everybody else. I'm a solopreneur. And so I'm, I, I have ideas, you know, I have lots of ideas because that's what we do. And uh, you know, I just, I have a very engaged email list and it's not big at all, but when I email my list, I, I probably get a dozen responses to something that I wrote, either just a reaction to a story or this was so helpful. And I am booking clients right through from my list. You know, my list is growing slowly, but it's very authentic. And, uh, I'm not, 
honestly, I'm not picking up clients really so much from social media. I'm having a lot of coffee chats on social media, but I'm not having people reach out to me on social media and say, hey, I want to work with you. Uh, but they will get on my list and come along for the journey. And just I just I just added a new package to my services. So I do email audits for people that already have audits. And just on a whim, I decided to do a flash sale last week for my birthday. I thought, oh, what the heck? You know, let's just see what happens. And I got three bookings on the email audit. And so I just feel like when the people are committed to you and they see that you're a human, as we already discussed, when they're ready, you know, and if they, they're sticking around on your list, they will be ready at some point. You never know when that is. Um, but as long as they're still opening, they're still clicking, at some point they will be ready. And so I, I just be in it for the long haul is is one of the best pieces of advice. I love that because there's two things. I think it's so true. First off, congratulations. I know that audit because I saw it. I introduced somebody to you saying, you're looking for this. She's awesome. Let me just connect you. Yeah. And it is about staying the long game. I know one of the most important things we asked about, you know, cleaning up your list and who do you want to build around? It is about not being afraid of the unsubscribe, getting the right people in the room. But the truth is they're watching and observing. Mm -hmm. And I tell people this all the time. 99% of the clients that come to choose to work with me didn't like and engage in my social media, but they are watching the stories in the email. They are saying, I tell people you need to be on her list. I find your resources valuable and I'm not yet ready to jump into your programs but i do see you as a must hire when i'm ready yeah. and so you have to be patient you have to recognize that this is an non-negotiable yeah hope is a big human being yes Keep the conversation open and at the same time don't be afraid to make offers yes they're there for a reason uh, yes absolutely and i think that you really nailed it like people not everybody's ready at the same time Right. And so, but that doesn't mean that in their minds, you know, for whatever reason, time, finances, whatever, it doesn't mean that they don't want to work with you. You know, it's just for them, it has to be the right time. And we have to respect that. All right. So guys, this has been an amazing episode of Amplify Your Marketing Message. Toby, how do people find you and learn about more what you do and the awesomeness of how your email sequences, because I now want to get on that list so I can learn and see how you do it well. How do people find you? Yeah, my website is is pretty simple. It's tobymiles.com. And you can hop on to my list and see how I welcome you in. I also have a, a, a guide, 99. Um, anybody is looking to refresh their lead magnet or doesn't have one and just needs to spark some ideas, you can grab that too uh, as you sign up for my list. And uh, would just love to have anybody who's interested in learning more about email. Guys, take her up on that invitation. This is how you will amplify your marketing message. Email is such an important tool. And today we've learned some amazing things from Toby about how to be more effective at it. Apply what you're learning, follow what she's all about. And when you need support, I would encourage you to go look at her services. Thank you all for being our guest. Toby, thank you for being here. We will all see you. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes to help you ultimately create more impact and income by getting yourself visible into more conversations and showing up with value as your number one priority in every communication touchpoint you have. We will see you all on our next episode.